Hey everyone, Jay here. I just wanted to say that we've got some really cool artwork for this episode, so you're going to want to click through to the show notes to check out the full version of the image, which we'll be showing in your podcatcher right now. Our thanks go out to Yuri Keynes on Twitter for working with us to create this piece of art. Anyway, on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Waffling Tailors podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jay, and with me as always is oh, Squish. Hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on. Wait, wait for me, wait for me. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm here, I'm here. Oh, 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 that really hurts. What's happening? Welcome to the Waffling Tailors. My name is Squidge, not Jay. There's a there's a, a weird one for you. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Jay. Say hello, Jay. Hello, Jay. Hello, Jay. Hello, Jay. Hello, Jay. Hello, Jay. We could be stuck in a loop forever. Eh? And uh, we are joined by the man, the legend, the myth, the cannon firing chief problems. Hello, Keith. Uh, Keith. Hello, Chief. <laughs> well, Keith, I'm really good at this intro thing. Aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, thanks, uh, thanks for that. Um, I'm pleased to be back. Uh, uh, thanks for thanks for having me again, and um, I'm sure we've got some at waffling very, to do at very short notice as well. Well, think. yes, very short notice, but that's my dedication to this podcast. No, it that, isn't. You were roped into it. It's my fault. Saw me on the street and says, "You're coming this way." And so, like, well, okay, right. Is you mean you give gym? you sweeties and strudel if you come to my that basement? Sounds so wrong. <laughs> Right, so for anyone listening, what we actually do is I I lean out of the window with a giant plaque Mm. that's inaudible and unreadable, right? And I just yell, who wants to be on a podcast? And most of the time, it's either Chief Mm. or uh, ghashtag.com, the order is wondering about, or I drag the bee in by the scruff of his neck and go, Mm. sit down and talk. talk. So that's how it (laughs) normally happens. That's the magic behind the camera. So so it's mainly me just going, get in here, sit down. I think that's how Game of Thrones was made as well, was it? Could have been, yeah. <laughs> Pretty I, much. I, I, know how, I know that's how Suicide Squad was pitched. <laughs> Get in here and sit down. It was just a guy, and he just went, we're going to have him as uh, as as the shooter guy. We're going to have hair as the lass. Hair as the lass, just grabbing people out of the crowd, and it just happened to be famous people. Well, contrary to what you think, it is a pleasure to, to be back on the podcast. <laughs> so, you say that now. So, so, well, yeah, I don't know what you're going to talk about for a minute. Now, now <laughs> that I think Jay's ears are back to normal, it might not be, it might be. I'm going to leave the hosting to him because he's better at it. What? Over here. What? Over here. Keep walking towards the sound of the non-ear ringing. Over here. What? Are you there? You sound like Stone Cold from wrestling now. What? What? <laughs> Hello. Hey, you're back. How's your ears? Hey. They are right now. Um, yeah, I've had to glue them back on, essentially. But, you know, that's why we have, have super glue in the that, Your ears falling off. Yeah, it happens pretty much all the time. You know, I'll be walking down the street and they, bloop, they just fall off. You know? <laughs> Tell you, actual glue and not spit. Every time you fall for that. That's right. I should use actual glue, but like you say, I tend to from, use spit. You know, buy it from a shop or not from a medicine man. Yeah. But, but Jeff, who lives in his box at the end of my street, is really, really nice. I don't care. Jeff? <laughs> Actual glue. And it's not oh, Jeff. Right. It's not Jeff. It's Russell. He finally escaped. He, call, he says to call him Jeff. 
Yeah, he would do. He's in witness protection. Now that's why. Well, don't blow his cover. Yes. <laughs> better than blowing other things. Moving on. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to. I know Squidge already did this, but welcome to the new the new decade, Chief. It's a whole new decade. How do you feel about that? Twenty twenty. I know. Well, it, it's. I feel indifferent. You're you're very indifferently excited about it. Well, you you know, it's just another year, isn't it? I mean, yes, (laughs) 2020. Computers haven't crashed, which is nice. Um, um, No, that one's 2038. Oh, was that 20? Oh, right. 2038. So that's really, really technical details, but uh, computers use um, seconds to uh, figure out what time it is, right? And they all use... The time in seconds since the very first second of the uh, January 1st, 1979. Right. For reasons that are completely locked down to uh, computer history. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you can look it up if you want. It's based on the Unix operating system. So that's what Mac OS runs. It's what I run on my computer, my tower that I'm sitting in front of now. That's technically Linux, but, you know, let's not uh, get bogged down in in the semantic details. But yes, the computers... Keep track of what time it is based on the number of seconds since midnight January 1st, 1979. Right. And the problem is that January 1st, 2038, mm. um, that uh, binary digit that is used to store it all is going to overflow. So it's going to click back to zero. Oh, because yeah, does that only, mean there's only 32 bits of storage? Is this sort of the Millennium Bug sort of thing? I mean, I well, know a lot of work went behind that to make sure it didn't. A lot of work in bunny quotes. Well, no, 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 I'm being sarcastic. There, 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 was, there, was, uh, there was a lot of work that made sure that when I didn't I, go I, up, I don't know. I mean, most of the Millennium Bug was uh, the media jumping on the bandwagon going, oh, my God, it's going to be the worst thing ever. Rockets are going to get launched. It's going to be World War Three. We're all going to die. And what actually happened <laughs> on uh, as the clocks struck midnight on January 1st, 2000, was one of the toilets in Japan flushed when it should well, have done. Well, I mean, that's a disaster in itself. I mean, if anything, <laughs> if anything, people like Norton would have got a lot of business out of that. Oh, really? Yeah, I would have to, thought. To, to make sure, yeah. Our virus protection is millennium bug-proof, that kind of crap. Someone must have... Profited from yeah. it. Yeah, I if remember not the people selling small plushies of a fake millennium bug. I had I my re- welcome aliens sign. Well, yeah, I know you did. To, I didn't have enough to do the millennium bug. I thought it was just the best time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> if they're going to come, it's going to. If they're going to turn up at any point, make it the turn of two thousand. The thing oh, was, away, um, the thing wasn't right in English because I figured that they wouldn't be able to read it. So. That's a really good plan. <laughs> so, so I think you just scribbled on the board. Yeah, the uh, yeah. yeah. Assume this means peace. <laughs> um, uh, well, anyway, that was a joke, by the way. I did not do that. I did not do that. So anyway, Jay, you, 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 were, you was in the... Uh, you was, um, you was about, about, about 2020. Um, so yeah, I, I am a little excited, but I can't say any more excited than when the next day comes, if you know. Mm. <laughs> that sounds very you, you enthusiastic. You celebrate every day passing your liver yeah. and halfway through. Well, that would be. Well, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I'm thinking that there's some new games coming out, which might be exciting. I'm, so, I'm just just quickly, exactly. what was that story you were going to say about the Millennium? Oh, I was just going to say that uh, I had a, I remember having a sticker on my computer that said Millennium Buggered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How much did that cost? I got it free, so nothing, oh. I guess. So, and he's still paying for it now. <laughs> that, that's exactly it. Yeah, still trying to pay that that debt off. <laughs> that's that's why he has to podcast now. <laughs> yes, that's what that's, that's why we're all like nineteen today, different yeah. podcast things because he still hasn't p- paid off that stick. <laughs> Those are the most <laughs> expensive <laughs> things. Are they? Yeah, <laughs> nothing's for free. <laughs> if if, uh, if the product is free, then you are the product. Yes, I like that. I like that a lot. Yes. I'm trying to. I'll, I'll see if I can put that in the podcast at some point. Like that sounds very Just, sort of like cyberpunkish. Yes. Yeah, futuristic cyberpunkish. If if the if the product can cost anything, you're the product. I've just got this image of everyone turning to robots now. Oh, it's hearing exactly. that. They'll, they all transform. Some guy with a gravelly voice going, "I'm the product. I can't <laughs> believe it." Uh, like that. Well, I'm just a cook. That's wrong. Wrong <laughs> film. Wrong film. Wrong film entirely. And I didn't ask for any of this, by the way. (laughs) Did you really have to burp then, Scritch? Well, I put my hand over my mouth. (laughs) The problem is your mic is attached to your chest, so most of the sound comes from your chest. So next up, you have your chest. I don't know. I can't wait to hear that. I want to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, well, good luck editing that, Scritch. Anyway, add add um, to the folder of other stuff that I've got that I can just giggle at. That's (laughs) it, right? Um, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the show. We just I, I swear a there's a structure stuff. to this show. I, I never know what it is, and I don't even read the script, even though I spend most of my waking hours writing them and no one reads them. Exactly. So what I thought we could do is talk about the stuff we've been playing um, and then maybe talk about the stuff. So one of the things I've got written down in my notes, so a little bit of uh, behind-the-scenes is that I write copious amounts of notes before we start. By that, I mean I write a page of notes and I never refer to them whilst we're recording. But <laughs> what I've got written down is maybe we could look back at... Uh, look, excuse me one second. <clears throat> All right! I beg your pardon. Look back at the uh, the previous decade, just like some little highlights, some things that we really liked in video gaming that happened in the last 10 years, if you could think of any. Um, yes, I think I've been thinking about this as, as, as quite a bit. As long as there's a healthy injection of complaints, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> perhaps look into uh, 2020 mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, what we're looking forward to sort of thing. And then based on a question from Jay-Z, which we'll come to later, mm-hmm. uh, maybe discuss the best gadgets in video games. What do you mean by that? Like, you, you so mean like, gadgets as in a sort like, of... Is the Pip-Boy the best gadget ever in a video game? Oh, is the you actually an item in a video game rather yeah, than... Yeah, yeah. Think, think of gadgets sort of like what 1960s Adam West Batman would have on his belt, like anti-Shaxbury. Right. Uh, okay, and, okay. yeah, Shaxbury. And, you know, like... I, I just thought Jay meant like a video game gadget as in like PlayStation right. VR or... No, no, or no as in gadgets like you might find in a video game. In a video game. Like so, yeah. But yeah, let's not worry about that just yet because we've uh, you know we've got loads more content to get through. So uh, first off, so I want to ask... just first oh. off, real quick, I think this is pretty poignant. <laughs> I noticed on the uh, the old Twitter the tweets the other day when I was looking at the notifications and stuff. I can't say of how long it's actually been going, but the Twitter handle for Waffling Tales has been going three years. Yes, three years. And he's... Yes. That's not. So, no, sorry, that's not a sarcastic slur. That, that's, that was a, just a genuine. Clap, yeah. That's a, this is, so this is a genuine sort of. Yeah, we're, we're, well we're, we're back on a podcast with the three people who originated. 
Well, exactly right. But we the, haven't the, been doing the, the podcast for, you, for three years. But, <laughs> no, not the podcast. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. So we've been doing the the pod the the Twitter handle has been live for three years, and the website has been live for three years. It's gone through several different um, iterations, and the current iteration is the fastest it will ever be because I put a lot of effort into making the website super duper fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and whilst retaining feature richness, um, one of the features I do want to end up with is the list of recent tweets on on the website. But I got to figure out how to do that because mm. we're not hosting the website in like a WordPress, like I believe Arcade Attack are, or uh, mm. any of those sort of tools that help you build websites. Because you know I'm a developer, so I built the website myself. But it does mean that I'll have to sort of rethink how I'm going to do it. So that's on the back burner for a list of things that are going to happen in the next year, at least for the website. We're going to have a list of tweets. We may also, because there's something we're going to discuss later on, for folks who missed it, is that Squidge and I did a Christmas live stream of uh, Dead Rising. Which one was it? Dead Rising 3? Four. Dead Rising 4, okay. And you, we you did... ruined a certain movie for someone, didn't you? Yes. So we did a live stream of Dead Rising 4 where it was essentially Squidge was playing the game and I was providing what you might think of as color commentary. Um, it really wasn't, but there you go. You were just talking um, about zombie films. That's all you were doing. Yeah. And I was chatting with some of the people who were watching along and friend of the show and friend of both myself and Squidge in real life, Spooky, had said that his favorite George A. Romero uh, zombie movie was Day of the Dead. And I pointed out, I don't know whether you could quickly pull up an image, Squidge, but the helicopter pilot in Day of the Dead looks an awful lot. Oh, Day of the Dead. Yeah, Day of the Dead looks an awful lot like Rowan Atkinson. And Spooky said that I ruined the movie for him. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. This is is an edit bit. I'm going to have to type here. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. This is exciting, isn't it? No, just, it really I is. I say we leave it in. <laughs> uh, I think this is good. Right, so uh, this guy's meant to look like Mr. Bean. Give me a second. No, Rowan Atkinson. Give me a second. That is Mr. Bean, isn't it? Do you remember the name of the chopper pilot? Uh, let's. Let me just. Let me just at Google. It's probably better if you try and find it because I've I've got like IMDb, but it's got very little pictures worth. Unless I go back. Hang on. So I googled for Day of the Dead Chopper Pilot, and he comes up as the first there image. We go. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's the guy that Jay said looked like Roy Atkinson, and it ruined Day of the Dead for Spooky. That has, yeah, I see yeah. what you mean. Yeah, that has yeah. ruined it. <laughs> ruined but it. yes, you can see it. No, but if oh. I was going to see, if, it, if I was gonna I, see I, it, I will yeah. not see it now because yeah. of that. <laughs> also, that that also guy, guys, like. Why is this guy not making snarky comments? <laughs> also, also the character either is, is he is he Irish in it? Or is he Scottish? He's supposed to be Irish. Yeah, he's supposed, supposed to be, to be Irish. Irish, but he's oh, yeah. he's movie Irish in the you know they kind of occasionally go Arr, when they should say an R oh, or something. You know what I mean? Oh, love that, love that. And, and oh. occasionally you get a Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and he drinks exactly. from a flask that has always got on him. <laughs> yeah, That's so he's, he's movie Irish, yeah. movie, not real is. Irish. Exactly. Yeah, you, you ruined Day of the Dead for him, didn't you? <laughs> I did, I did. So the reason I brought that up is essentially just because we've done a bunch, we've done one test live stream, and I know Squidge did a test test one before that. <laughs> Testy test? I don't know. Um, where essentially he played Resident Evil 4, uh, no, Resident Evil Gaiden, wasn't it? Yeah. Just trying to get yeah. sorted in some levels and what have you. Yeah. So, uh, and I sat and watched that, and that was actually hella entertaining, <laughs> especially with the uh, the, the NAF music. 
and, yeah. and the ones on Bear kept dodging. That's the I, one. I yeah. kept claiming that Barry Burton was John Cena. You can't see me. <laughs> this, the zombie just wouldn't move because I dodged around him. He can't see me, and I just run around. But when did you do this stream? It was, was it on? It's when I first got that. Ah, uh, yeah. A couple of weeks after I first got that. Well, I'm pointing at the camera. I use the digital SLR camera, and I got a, a cam link, just a little USB dongle that cost a fortune just to get it working. But it works now, and it's all good. Smashing. Awesome. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the idea is that if we do more of these streams, I want to try and build maybe a page that has the latest one in there, like an embedded video and maybe a timer that counts down if we do them on a regular basis, a timer that counts down to the next one, if that makes sense. Because I think it would be quite useful to have that because, you know, lots of people like to play games or we talk about games. So, you know, um, I think Jay-Z mentioned on one of his earlier shows, he'd said something along the lines of, you guys must live in an alternate universe to mine because you've played games I've never even heard of. <laughs> so although we've probably played them and Chief has probably played them and probably the Arcade Attack dudes has probably played them, I think that providing some kind of game that we know that maybe Jay-Z or a friend of the show, Kretner or um, Al hasn't played, then I think with uh, either just Squidge on the commentary or me and Squidge or, you know, maybe Chief off camera, if mm. he wants to be off camera, that kind of thing, mm. if he's in, if he wants to be involved, I think would be a really cool idea. Yeah, that seems seems cool. There's hundreds of Let's Play videos, and we're not going to do it as a Let's Play, just as a, like, hey, we're the Waffling Tailors, and we're going to waffle while we play this game. You know, just talk about nonsense. I think it'll be nice background as well, because sometimes we we talk about nonsense, and then Mm. you've got, like, a little gameplay in the background. Well, the amount of times that me and you, Chief, we actually chat, and I I always say, why are we not recording this? Well, yeah, that's where (laughs) our ideas really come from. I mean, it's usually me watching um, Squidge play games very badly, you know. <laughs> so and it, 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 usually Diablo and, it, and it is, it's leveled something to some, some to behemoth level. Keep it telling up, me about keep it. Up, I'll make you wear the Mario hat. And, and I'm thinking, do you know I don't what? know I what this means. Do you know what I think would be a really good idea, though? Oh, here we go. Right? Okay. If we took so the first episode, right? If I listen back through the very first episode, 53 games in 63 minutes, uh-huh. 68 minutes, right? And I wrote down the timestamps for when we talked about those games uh-huh. right and we try and do a live stream that is 68 minutes long where you start playing the first game when we mention it and then as soon as the next game is mentioned you switch over to it even if it's just this is the loading screen for it and we never get to the start menu just to show just the huge breadth of video games that we talked about in that one episode i know but we mainly i'm guessing we didn't talk about them in any real depth though if we managed that many in 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 that amount of time uh but we could do that that would be fun that would be fun yeah. to um i assume we have all those games uh, i like i like the mention of we <laughs> <laughs> i also like the fact that i'm the one that's going to be trying to juggle all this it could, well maybe maybe 58 games in how many minutes sorry 68 53 and 68, yeah. Maybe that's a little ambitious, but maybe maybe we could have some highlights in there. And, uh, that, 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 I know, you see, I think... I can try and get a few on board, but apart from that, it's a logistical nightmare. If I well, have okay, one, you can borrow them. So, so, uh, uh, but to be fair, I think you you probably will have all the all the ones. I mean, yeah, I have, I have got a device that is going to help me switch between page and page, but 
You know, that is that is a lot of things, a lot of PC games especially, that take a long time to load up, and console games flipping between consoles as well. That's, that's it. Oh, I no, can no, try. No. You're, you're misunderstanding, you're misunderstanding. What I mean is, let's say we mentioned FIFA at minute 27, we switch to FIFA and start the game, right? So even if it never gets past the EA Games logo, we've talked about it, and then we switch to, I don't know, Dragon Age Origins, the EA yeah. logo again, okay. and then we switch to, I don't know, The Sims or whatever. I can't remember what we talked about, but we basically Different, recreate yeah. that just to show just how many games. Or maybe we take that episode and I spend some time producing a video version of it, which is just the logos for those games as we discuss them. We, we can try. <laughs> yeah. This is a discussion between you two. <laughs> yeah. it's, um, um, either way. Either way, either way. Either way, either way. Maybe a mix of the two. Maybe sometimes the games are difficult to to get hold of. Maybe you could just have the image on it and the and the the readily accessible games that you've got. You could have a bit more footage of it. Of it. I mean, particularly the games if we mentioned over two seconds might be just worth having the the a yeah, picture. Maybe of so. it. So I love how you yeah, maybe digging me a digger hole. Well, no, this is this is this is good. This is well, this is the, this is dropping this is, me in it. That's, that's, good, good that's my committee. This, this is this is exactly what the committee is for. You know. Yeah, but the three always going to fail. Oh yeah, no, committees are brilliant. You know, I mean, I love committees. This feels yeah, as long like, as you get your way, you don't yeah, mind say, it. Or, or everyone in agreement say I. Jay. No, no, no. You said all in favour say aye. Yes. And then you said J, so I said J. Uh, let's move on. So, um, what have you been playing recently, uh, Chief? Uh, recently? Um, yeah, because you see, we haven't talked to you since, uh, well, the episode went out in October, which means we haven't talked to you since uh, September. Oh, wow. This is a long time Before ago. EGX. So, um, wow. Oh, yes. That was good, wasn't it? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that always sounds sarcastic when I say that. I don't mean That's that sarcastically. It is. <laughs> I mean, I didn't hear about that. At all, so, <laughs> so, so oh no, again, just, just, just kidding, just kidding. I'm deeply jealous of that. I'm just like, how come you're going? To, what do you mean you're going to that? I haven't been to that. And then, so, um, so no, um, so since then, uh, well, very recently, I, I played Borderlands Three. Oh, and what was your gripe that you told me the other day? Well. As you said it the other day. Yeah, I did. That was, was a, there's not a little one here. Go for it. It's the map. No, no, it's it the, isn't what you said. It, it, what did I say? What was the actual complaint? The the, the, the map or no, uh, you said that map. Well, yeah, it, it, I mean, Jay, you, you, you've, you've, the, the problem with the map is they've made this sort of like three Dness of it, so you can you can swivel it around as if it was like you know you know like a computer program or something. So, but the problem is a lot Some of the levels have was a game. But like, it's got different levels, so you know the ground level, <laughs> mid level, and, and and it's really difficult to see. Um, in between levels, I mean, before you just have a button on your on on, on your controller that, that that you press up, down, up or down to to ground level, everything on the first level, everything on the second level, and that was a problem solved. But Borderlands, whoever's behind that stuff, decided, oh no, we'll have this overly complicated three D map that no one can <laughs> read, and it doesn't seem a problem at first. But once you're inside a building that's got <laughs> many levels, I mean, you may as well not have the map. 
it's just it's just utter garbage, basically. Um, <laughs> so for people who haven't played Borderlands Three, but um, might happen to have played the most recent iteration of Doom, it's pretty much the same map. But, but the thing is, Borderlands Two had a two D map, and there was nothing wrong with it, and it was fine. But for some reason. Uh, I mean, it made it to load times worse as well. <laughs> it's just uh, you. You should have played it on release. It's just I it's played just, it on release. You think you think the game's got problems now? I know. Well, I mean, they didn't have to do that. <laughs> Other than that, though, Borderlands Three is actually is quite good. It's 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 not what you're playing as. That what's your, what's your the, the, the 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 gunner the the, the mech the mech to oh, Mars. Yes, but I wanted to be the sniper, but I couldn't find the the, the, the sniper. Uh, you mean the guy that can clone himself? Is it? Is it? Well, I, I, I wanted to be Zero because um, that's who I played as last time in Borderlands. Zero in uh, Borderlands Two. Borderlands Two. Yeah, I, mean, I wanted the sniper build because there's, there's, there's no snipering. Well, no, no, it's a there's, shame. There's, there's a guy who's a mercenary who can use a skill to clone himself. There's, mm. a, there's a robot that's got creatures as companions. You've got mm. a siren that's a melee build, and you've got Moses that's got a giant mech. Well, I like to no hang builds. right at the back with a sniper rifle. You that can do that with anyone, really. There's uh, not many buffs for it. Yeah, that, I know, it's annoying. Plays in, but the mech is a lot of fun. The mech yeah, is, is a lot, lot of fun. fun. And it's a decent game. If but... you build it the same way I have, you get the mech every five seconds. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's good. The gunplay's more refined. Mm. Um, again, you still have the same problem of sort of Deciding whether what you've got is better than the loot you find. So, but I mean that's part of the game. But generally, pretty good, pretty good, but not great, not great. I can't, I can't give it great. It, it's a, uh, it's all right. It, it's really, uh, probably Borderlands Two is actually better. Apart it's, from it's very story heavy. Yeah, Borderlands Three. I'll say that. It's um, yeah, it's worth playing. It's worth playing. If you haven't played and completed Borderlands Two, some of it's going to seem a little off. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Gunplay is good, and the, the, it just feels. I like the fact that you can slide. Um, yeah, I completely forgot about that until the end boss. Yeah, it's, it's, I completely it's, forgot you could slide. It's good for. It's more Borderlands. If you enjoy Borderlands too, you'll probably enjoy this. Unless you, it's, it's got a lot of um, guest voices in there as well. Mm. A hell of a mm. lot of them. I've only found. I haven't found all of them yet, but mm. there's still a, a few really good guest voices in there. Yeah. 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 Is that all you've been playing? Then? I'm trying to think back. I went back to Stardew Valley for a little. Of course bit. you did. What a great game that is! <laughs> so, Here we go. Three hours of Stardew Valley. It's just I haven't really done much yet because I went back to a. I went back and started another game. It's just built It's the, just the, a the, good the, game. The Bethesda gambit. Then I can't remember what I'm doing. Yeah. I'll just read. Oh, I'll tell you what else I've wanted to play. Here we go. Fallout seventy six. No, oh. just kidding. <laughs> but, um, uh, no, 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 no one. <laughs> uh, Stardew Valley was good. And um, for you know the, the old farming jobby, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a good game. Um, I also picked up the Final Fantasy on the PSN as well, the the remastered whatnot. So not not remastered, the old Final Fantasy. Just just to get ready for the new. Oh, you mean Final Fantasy Seven? Yeah, Final Fantasy Seven. Right, you just said Final Fantasy. I was a bit confused. Yeah, yeah. So you got the PS One classic, the remastered yeah, PS One classic. Yeah, with with uh, trophies slash achievements. Uh, it's um, it's. I'm just trying to decipher whether it's nostalgia or not, or whether um, because it is a good game. But then I turned it off because I, <laughs> I got to Walmart it, and I thought, you know, sleep and food took priority. Yeah, I just thought, oh, yeah. I've done this before, <laughs> and, and so um, a big sigh of relief. 
Ah, that's out of the way. But it's good. It's good. And oh, one more thing. Last one. Last one. Promise. I yeah. did pick up a Frame Breaker as well. Uh, Witch Tales from the, uh, but but it's like a card Gwent game. And uh, but it's it's actually I, I I played that and then I turned it off again. Um, but, <laughs> but again, that's that's not a discredit to it. I will get back to it. But good game, and it just reminded me of how good Witcher was, and uh, yeah, stuff like that. I think that's it. I don't know what else I've played, really. Just generally that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Mm, okay. Uh, what about you, Squidge? Do you want to go next? Nah, you go, dude. Uh, okay. Um, I've mainly been mainlining Titan Quest, Anniversary Edition. Woo! Um, sorry. Pretty much it's a similar style to uh, Diablo games. Point and click. You know, repetitive strain injury simulator to a point. Although in Titan Quest, you don't have to keep clicking. You can just push and keep it held. And as long as you've got another button held, you can just swing, fire, and do all The lazy of man's Diablo. Well, you haven't... Have you actually played it? Sorry, yeah, it should be um, noted. I haven't played any of these games. Yeah. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> I, just I just like coming yeah. up with stuff. <laughs> Lazy man's Diablo. I've been playing as a, a combat archer that poisons anything, poisons anything it hits. I like that. Um, and I've I've sort of um dabbling into like a second class and what have you. But I I never got past the like the first chapter, and I never realised how massive the game actually was. So I thought, well, you know, the damn time I'll, I'll give it a go, and I've been hooked on it. Also. There's been two new DLCs released for it in the last year alone. So you've got two brand new areas to go to and things to explore and discover and stuff. And it's it's one of those where I can I don't have to listen to the sounds. I can just turn it, mute it, and watch something on my phone on its little... Because I've got a little arm uh, from my phone, so I can watch something or listen to something via that and just zone out and keep playing. I've, I haven't been on anything else, mainly. So that's how I've been mainlining that. Point and click. Yeah. You sure? Because I'm pretty sure I remember hanging out with you just before um, Christmas and you were playing the Resident Evil 2 remake a little bit. Oh, I was showing you that, wasn't I? I was just showing the mods. I've been able to mod it, so I'm showing off the mods and completing it because you said you don't think you have time to complete it, play it and stuff. So mm. I still haven't completed it. Shame on you. I know, I'm sorry. It's a good game, though. Good game, good game. <laughs> just straight up, shame on you. <laughs> it's, um, it's a good game. Yeah, so. Bit of Resi 2, but mainly I've been playing point-and-click adventure, repetitive strain injury simulator, you know, Titan <laughs> Quest, and that's about it, really. So a, bit it... Of, a bit of the latest Tomb Raider game, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, just because I'm trying to put the turbo hamster through its paces, and it seems to seems to be just fine, and it automatically went... Um, we've, we've detected the settings for you, so we'll put everything on high apart from shadow and more to detail, because I don't need to have shadow and more detail on high, because no one does. Because nobody really cares about shadows and more detail in the game. Just a tangent there, because you mentioned point and click. I haven't played this, but have either of you heard of Disco Elysium? Yes. It's, it's, there's been people saying this is the greatest thing since books. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I don't know anything about it, but I, I was just wondering if you, you guys had heard anything about it. I've, I've so, seen it on Steam. I ain't, I ain't played it. Everyone's saying this is it. If the, the, Who is this everyone? Well, I need to meet this person. I read a Steam review. <laughs> oh, I love Steam reviews. It's, uh, anyway, they can, they can yeah, be quite common. They can be quite. Uh, no, it's just that quite a few reviewers online have said 
this is the, the it got the, a the, Steam award. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just wondering if anyone played it. That, that or however you it. pronounce it. Yeah. Mm. I saw it as Asylum. I didn't really read it too much. Elysium, I think. Elysium, I think. <laughs> if, if we're wrong, correct us. Just, you know, as, as of this recording, correct us so we can go back in time and change our pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We'll use the great time cast pod oh, machine with yeah. wobbliness. Yeah, that's yeah. all. We'll just use that. And... The chronosphere. No, now you're being silly. All right, Spock. No, it's that you're thing the post. It's that thing in the way, isn't it? Anyway, we're not going back in time to kill Albert Einstein, all right? <laughs> That's that's next time's podcast, <laughs> or not? Cross what's appropriate here. So yeah, I've I've just been mainlining Titan Quest, trying okay. to trying to you know block out the world as usual, mm. and mainlining a game and watching and listening to stuff on my phone. So that's all I've been doing. Not terribly exciting. Nothing nothing too much to look forward to until you know a couple of months into this year breaks out and then everyone's wallets are going to take a pasting for the games that are coming out around March and April time. Woo! Everyone's wallets are going to take a pasting, I think. Um, my, my bank account's going to be whimpering a lot. Um, <laughs> so is my free time. It's going to be whimpering a hell of a lot. Um, I'll, I'll just say this now in case uh, Lulu's listening. I will be playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. I totally will not be playing Cyberpunk at all. So, you know, that's covering my bases. <laughs> I, I will be playing it. Hashtag maybe not. Hashtag maybe. Bunny quotes. Ha- not, hashtag bunny quotes. You're not going to play Cyberpunk 2077? No, no I am, but I'm not. But I am. I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm, that mean? I'm, I, there's a lot of games coming out that I will be slash won't be playing. Bunny quotes. Just to, I've only got so much free time, and I've got to play a lot okay. of games in the short amount of time. Fair enough. Don't That's play the Final Fantasy then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you want Lulu to, to rip your face off. I've really. heard it's going to be rubbish. <laughs> Digging his own grave here, isn't it? Don't worry, I'm, text, I'm texting Lulu right now. I've uh, <laughs> got some interns to do it for. You know, you know that thing that you do with me whenever we're, we're out in the real world and you yeah. say something, you say, next time I see him, I tell him I'm going to... Yeah. I've got my phone ready. <laughs> To relay the message. Well, do you know That's what you've just done? The, the thing is, <laughs> since I mentioned Lulu, I do remember our chat on um, uh, on Final Fantasy. I remember we talked about fifteen, mm-hmm. and I did go back to it thinking I'd enjoy it more, but I didn't. <laughs> so, so um, it, it, and, and you know, I'm not. It, 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 it's it's all right, but then. As soon as you start playing the battles, I keep thinking of Michael Bay in Transformers, <laughs> and I can't see what's going on. And um, the but and then I went back to Final Fantasy VII, and and I got this button where it says attack, and Cloud hits them, numbers pop up. That's what I want. Just so much simpler. It's just it? so much simpler. Dancing. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's got its advantages, but. Sometimes I don't know what they are because it, it's it's just, it's just so fast, and then I'm thinking, "Oh, I've won that," and, uh, and it's given me a bad rating as you've got it stylish enough. And I thought, "What? I've just anyway." I'll um I'll give it another chance, but it seems it's a bit eh, it's a bit eh, it's a bit eh. What the original or uh, fifteen? Oh, 15, 15. It's all right. I mean, it looks really nice, but. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> it looks nice, and you can bounce off things and hit people. It is good once you get going, though. 
But I, I, I do think Lulu is right about that. It, it, it does get better. I think I've just got. I think I was just hoping the battle system was you a little more. You just give up more. too easy, don't you? Yeah, I, I get bored reasonably. Quickly. That and you whack up the difficulty to the hardest. No, you've got to. The minute you start, you've got to. There you've you go. got to because a lot of games these okay. days, these days. They're just a bit too easy, and uh, if you don't put one hard, it's not worth playing. The guy who plays Dark Souls. Well, it is hard, but to be fair, I've only ever completed Dark Souls two. So, I don't know what that makes of Dark Souls two. <laughs> that's not. That's not like a. And if there's any Dark Souls players out there, that's not an insult. Too late. Yeah, already triggered. Too late. Yeah, they're they're already knocking on this door. I know. Yeah, it won't be long. It's a great game. I like the game. I like the game. But but you haven't completed it. That's that's just triggered. You get to a certain point and it becomes more of a chore. It is a that's the correct word. (laughs) It is a chore. And you ask yourself, have I enjoyed this? Am I enjoying this? It's like me and open world games. I I get very intimidated and the whole game becomes a chore. Go Mm -hmm. here, relieve that base, go there, relieve that pace. Story bit in the middle. Then go here, relieve that base, go there. I think I did that with Far Cry 5. I was that's, convinced that's I was going to like that's, it. That's the cut and paste Ubisoft thing. Yeah, but, go but, here, but, relieve that base, go there, relieve that base, story. Go leave, then it's good the first time you do it, but then Same you don't want to do it again. Do they, they just have better weaponry. Yeah. So, and this is another point, which, which is... <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about enemy scaling. Because as, as long as it's fair, cause I'm I, not bothered. It feels like you're doing the same thing for 50 levels. I'd rather they just stay at the level they're meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> and if you come back and fight them, they're really easy. Because um, <laughs> otherwise, you're kind of doing the same thing over and over again. Every so often, you just need to go back to the starting area. You need an easy win. You flick someone yeah, in the face and die. We need an easy win. Sorry, I've tangented. You, you were about to make <laughs> a point about something. We need an easy win. <laughs> Eventually. Easy. But what about you, Jay? But I assume you've been playing some video games. Yeah. So um, with me, it's been uh, the the unofficial Streets of Rage remake oh. on my RG three fifty. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> Spotting that. Yes. <laughs> you, you didn't buy me it. You mentioned it to me. I spotted it. <laughs> I bought one. That's as good as buying you, isn't it? Well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's the idea in your head. I bought it with your money. No, um... (laughs) he doesn't know that yet. Don't tell him. Oh, okay. What? (laughs) (laughs) Let's edit that bit. No, (laughs) no, no. Let's keep it in. Let's keep it in. Um, So yeah, it's been Streets of Rage remake on my RG three fifty. That's been loads of fun. Um, Screwing about with that, just like. Playing the different, um, so for folks who haven't played it, it was created by um, a group of people who went under the name Bomber Games, and it is it's a fantastic, almost like a love letter to mm. the first two Streets of Rage games. It does have elements of Streets of Rage three in there, but I wouldn't say that it was as fanatical about Streets of Rage three as it is about uh, one and two. Just because you know it has, I mean, we we tend not to talk about Streets of Rage three, don't we? Mm. That's the that's the thing, right? So, Streets of Rage Three is kind of like the New Vegas of the storyline of um, Streets of Rage. So, at New Vegas, you've got looking for your dad, then you've got uh, looking for your son, and then you're getting a water chip to help everyone. You're getting stuff to repair stuff. And New Vegas is someone shot me in the head. Mm-hmm. I want to find out why. And that's Streets of Rage Three is kind of like the 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 New Vegas of the Streets of Rage games. We, isn't, we don't talk about it too much. Isn't New Vegas held in high regard than Fallout, though. 
know, but New Vegas is kind of like you know, a bit different. The, a bit the, different. The, the only reason why you're on this quest is because someone shot you in the face, right? And you want to find out who. It's not you're doing anything for any noble goals. It's someone shot me. It's kind of like the the crazy nephew of the group that nobody talks about. So that's what Street Race Three is kind of like the the, the, oh, right, the crazy relative that not many people know about and talk about much. I see. Despite the fact it's yeah. a, it's a half decent game, but uh, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, most of my time has been sort of spent on on that because that's a perfect pick up and play. You know, pick it up, play it for twenty minutes, put it back down, and you don't worry about any progress that you've lost because you do get you get points for finishing the entire. You know, the, there's four storylines, I think. Yeah, there's four storylines, and you get points for finishing each one based on how many enemies you took out, how much treasure and loot you picked up, and whether you used any game enhancements or cheats and stuff. And then you can use those points to buy other game enhancements and cheats, so you can like unlock extra characters and you know unlock infinite health and stuff like that. But then when you use those enhancements, you get fewer points the next time around. So using the enhancements reduces your ability to get more enhancements, if that makes sense. And I have noticed that the game does get harder. Yeah, That might just be psychosomatic, or it might be just that the game actually does get harder the more you play it. I'm not sure. No, the uh, the, the levels do uh, get incredibly steep. I, I played a ridiculous amount of it as they were being released before they were um, forcibly shut down. Mm. And... It the, the 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 difficulty does spike a lot, but by the time you get to those stages, you you sort of you're used to the controls and mm. the gameplay and stuff. So it's one of those unless you stop to think, which at that point you can't, you don't really notice it. It just seems like mm. more enemies are just thrown at you. It's you, you don't really notice there's a difficulty spike unless someone's watching you and they go, Jesus, this has got to be hectic. I think mm. that was that was always terrible at those games. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just not. I'm just not button mashing. Good. How hard can it be? <laughs> well, yeah. I always get. I always get hit. I always get hit by some some goons. You can't <laughs> play a Street Fighter game without getting hit. Oh, I don't it's like sorry. when I get hit. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's like that's like saying I love playing racing games, but I don't like turning corners. No, I don't like yeah. turning corners. They're so difficult, aren't they? Should just be one just to drag race. I don't mind. I don't mind any sort of sport, less, you know, until someone touches me, and then you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, actually, that's not far far from the truth. Actually, <laughs> it's just like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> smashing. Yeah. So yeah, apart from that, uh, I came around and saw Scourge just before Christmas. I mentioned it earlier on, and I played a little bit of the Resident Evil 2 remake, uh, just to sort of... So, Do you like it over the old one, Jay? I, th- I think because they're two separate games, I don't see them as one is better than the other, you know? They, they both have a slightly different feel to them. Like, sure. the remake is definitely more survival horror than the first one. You know, yes. the first one is, here's oodles of ammo and about four zombies. Mm. solve a bunch of puzzles whereas this new one is very much a case of what ammo also here's a bunch of enemies also here's a bunch of puzzles whilst you're solving the puzzles you've also got that mr x character chasing you about Um, and you have to sort of balance all of that stuff so yeah i uh I, i see them as two separate games i think the second game is very much the 
I feel like the beginning of the action survival horror. So like the mm. first game to me was very survival horror puzzly. Mm. And then the second game was light action with survival horror and puzzly. Oh. And then like, if you imagine that, like imagine there's a speedo in front of you or some, something like a, a clapometer or something, you know, and, and, as as we go through the games, it's increasing, and the needles coming up and to the right. On the far right hand side is action, and on the far left hand side is survival horror. Mm-hmm. And I think Resident Evil Two Original is maybe kind of like the halfway point between both ends. Sure, yes. Whereas yeah. the remake of Resident Evil Two is very close, if not at the survival horror end of the actual spectrum, because mm-hmm. it is very. The game is so psychologically. I remember the first time Squidge mentioned it. You know, we did a few special episodes, especially on that, and he said, you know, about how he'd he'd uh, he, he'd suffered a bit of a panic attack whilst playing it. But then that was because he'd waited until midnight for it to come out, stayed up all day, played it into the wee hours of the morning. Then Mister X got him. So and, and I know, was actually playing on Nightmare as well, which wasn't yeah, a right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I I, I do feel, (laughs) I do feel as though, um, it is very much more, more a case of, um, the survival horror rather than, you know, the, the action survival games that it became. So, uh, and, you know, if you want to listen to that, go, go back and listen to our episode grenade to the face, because that's, (laughs) that is all about that whole uh, thing. So that's episode 30 of the Mm. podcast. Go, Mm. go back and listen to that because that is, it's amazing to hear that because I hadn't played it at all by that point. I'd seen lots of footage of it. Mm. I'd seen the footage without the music on as well, which is strange. Um, so I didn't know about the the music that played in the background whilst Mr. X was in the room or whatever. But yeah, it's it's very much a survival horror game rather than a survival horror action game, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're probably right because um, your proficiency with guns isn't actually that good, is it? Um, in, in what what I mean by that, um, I'm playing as Claire at the moment in it. Well, I say the moment, I played as Claire as it. Shame yeah, but but, uh, <laughs> but it, 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 it's it's hard to aim quite steady, isn't it? If you know what I mean. So, so I don't feel as if I'm taking out all the zombies like really easily, as in as in I would in like I don't know in, in a game like Borderlands, for example. It's a gun game, isn't it? So I mean that that yeah. is obviously. But um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It does feel more survival horror, and, and for me, that's probably a good thing because because I like the scarcity of ammo thing. And uh, but aiming can be annoying. You just like menus. I like menus. Yeah, and hoarding ammo. That's not <laughs> I, I, I think it, it is good that because because otherwise, if there's too many bits where you're just like shooting the zombies and killing them, they become less scary. And um, well, it becomes an action action game then, doesn't it? Uh, but no, I, I, personally, I do prefer that the, the root of survival horror. It's just better. I think it's better. Like tension. Yeah. Tension, rationing ammo, and uh, I think we've been through yeah. this before, but it can be quite stingy with bullets oh, in yeah. Resident Evil. Well, if I, I don't get quite... a headshot, I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> I mean, even if you put that to one side, like uh, increasing the scarcity of ammo and giving you more enemies to sort of get around, and then throwing into the the thing uh, spoilers for people who haven't played it and figured this out that when you run in the game, that's how Mister X finds you. So you have to walk rather than run. Oh, okay. Um, he, he listens to your footsteps. footsteps. That's, I mean, that's a good he, thing. 
like technically within the game there are two Mr. Yeah. X's, one on either side of the precinct, and he just sort of warps to the nearest point to where you are when you start running. Uh, but yeah, um, if you run in the game, that's how we find you. Whereas if you walk, but then you can't walk because there's all of these undead. Yeah, like climbing in through the windows and trying to munch you. So it's like it's that balancing act of I have to balance the scarcity of the ammo with taking all of the zombies out, you know, which you really shouldn't do anyway, versus running around the zombies but walking around them because I have to walk around them because otherwise this literally invincible godlike character shows up and Deus Machina, Deus Ex Machina's me out of the game. So yes. it's like how do you, you know what I mean? And that's that's where the real survival horror elements of it come in. And then the fact that, and I've said this before, but, and I know it's a game about fictional creatures, but like it looks lifelike. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's outside of Uncanny Valley. It's not, it's not on the, it's not on the inside of Uncanny Valley where it doesn't look realistic. And it's definitely not in Uncanny Valley. It's on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell that the, that the, the artists at Capcom have put, loads of effort into the 3d models yeah um i mean it looks smashing doesn't it 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 looks it looks looks smashing (laughs) so let's be honest about that it looks really good and the fact that i haven't completed it it's not it's not a comment on the quality of the game it's just i can't be bothered (laughs) (laughs) that sounds bad bad. no um it's um i I basically have to start again on that but and it's something i will get around to to be fair there's a lot of quality games that i haven't finished i'm one of those that tends to play the game halfway through and just oh there's something new out let's let's well you see that's that's what i'm trying to avoid with my switch which leads me on to the final game i've been playing recently which is uh, the final fantasy 9 remaster Um, because you know i'd never really played it properly when it came out because we had i think squidge and i had a pirated copy of it which had a bunch of like Cheats built in, yeah. yeah mm. Trainers they were called in the in the day, uh, but they were cheats built in, like infinite life and nine and nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine gil or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It, it made the game ridiculous. I mean, these yeah, you these are playing the game same, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are the same trainers that are available in the the HD remaster. So, well, I don't suppose it. Well, it is kind of upscaled. It's not HD, but in the remaster, they're the same trainers that are available. But I'm actually going through and playing it properly this time. You know, yeah. I don't remember anything from Final Fantasy IX from the last time I played it. So, I've been sort of probing Squidge and Ike for help uh, when I've gotten stuck. And you know, I am I'm playing it an hour at a time or half an hour at a time, sort of thing. And I think because I got it just after Christmas and. I haven't really been playing it that often. I think I'm doing pretty well. I mean, I'm almost at, I think Squidge, when I last talked to him, said I was about three quarters of the way through disc one of four, yeah. right? Which yeah. means that this is going to be a long game. And what I've been trying to do with my Switch experience so far is I've wanted to only buy one game per month. Now, that fell over when I first got it because I was like, oh, wow, I want to get this game, this game, this game. And I ended up like three or four games at once. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't buy anything else till I finished all four of those games mm-hmm. and then bought one game. So what I'm doing is I'm setting myself this artificial limit of if there are no new games to play on it, like you could, I could still play the older games. I can play whatever I've got on there. But if there are no newly bought by me games on there mm-hmm. and it's the beginning of the month, I can buy one game. But that one game has to last me for the rest of the month, or I cannot buy another one until one month hence. If that makes sense, I, I think that's a good idea because I, I try to do that, but I'm always won over by it if something's massively on sale. I always think, <laughs> oh, if I get this now, 
they're, they're, oh, it's cheap. And then... Um, no, 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 you got that wrong. It's not if I get this now, it's you think about it, go, mm, uh, and you wait three weeks, and yeah. it's still on sale, then you um, it's still, it again. Yeah, I know. Then you buy it. Because um, I probably won't play it enough. I won't, I won't play it to completion. I'll play it to get the feel of it, and then <laughs> decide whether it's awful or not. Or, or what the le- what level of awful it is, because you know, like none of games are good really these days, are they? <laughs> so, 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 um, no, so, um, so the second half of the audience is triggered. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Nice and so, um, I mean, so, the, so the way that I've been doing it is because I'm locking myself down to one per month. I don't mind if it's a full price or a sale game. I'll mm. prefer a sale game, but like if I wanted to get, say, Dragon Quest, is it Dragon Quest 9 or is it Dragon Quest 11? Whatever it is, the Play latest. No, yeah, the latest Dragon Quest, whatever which one it is, Dragon Quest V latest, right? Um, I'll download the demo. That that to me doesn't count as a full game because it's like yeah. anything I'm paying for. So yeah. I'm only paying for one, you know, one game per month or whatever, which leaves me with a loophole of if this game is free for twenty four hours. But we won't go into that, right? But um, so I'll download a demo, or if there isn't a demo available, I'll have a look on like a look at reviews and then I'll watch some gameplay footage and because it's Switch specific, I'll take a look at Nintendo Life and see what they have to say about it. Have a look at other um, other sort of video reviewers and watch like three or four different video reviews, maybe on YouTube, maybe wherever. Um, most of them are on YouTube, but watch as many as I can mm-hmm. that, so that I can get an idea of what multiple people think of it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll maybe ask, I'll shout up on, on Twitter or in a Slack group, hey, has anyone played this game? Can you kind of describe the feeling to it? So it's more like I'm putting a little more effort into figuring out whether it's worth buying mm-hmm. rather yeah. than buying it and then finding out. Because the way that I've always done stuff, when I've, whenever I've uh, a key bit of financial advice, you can do whatever you want with this because I'm not a financial advisor, do not listen to me because I'm not a financial advisor. If you end up wasting all your money, it's not any of our faults. <laughs> but what I do is I look at the price of something, say it's a new game at, I don't know, $39.99, $45.99, $60, whatever it is. Look at the price of it, figure out how many hours I would have to work in my job to be able to pay for it, mm-hmm. and then figure out if I bought it, will I get that many hours of use or enjoyment or whatever out of it or more? If mm. it's that much or more, then it's you're on the verge. Of, if it's that much, then you're on the verge of buying it. If it's less than, don't buy it. And if it's more than, consider buying it. That's yeah. the way they're right. I, I think you're right. right. So, I think you're right. Yeah, but, I, so. I do that with large purchases myself, mm. like yeah. big purchases. It's, uh, yeah, so things like uh, consoles and stuff. If the PS5, Xbox, whatever they're calling it. Um, <coughs> excuse me if the uh, ps5 or the xbox whatever comes out and it's say 500 pounds i'll work out how long it will take me to earn that much money if i was saving it up or you know uh, if i was just uh just on my at what i get paid per hour or whatever how long will it take me to earn that much and how long will i use it for you know mm-hmm. if it's an xbox i'm probably not going to play it because i'm more of a mobile not a mobile gamer but a, a gamer who moves around whilst playing if that makes sense like so, handheld. Uh, yeah, handheld gamer, so Switch or Game Boy or something like that. So mm. if it's a home console, I'm probably not going to play it. So then the amount of hours I spend playing it 
in the it's, first year or so is going to be very low. So there's hardly any point because then even when I've bought the console, I then have to buy a game at $45 or whatever it is. So it's like the cost of it immediately jumps up. And then, you know, on top of that, you probably have to get some kind of network subscription to be able to use it. You know, okay, yeah, so I could probably load Netflix onto it, but I've already got a device in the living room that sits under the TV that I could do Netflix on, so that doesn't count, you know. And I run through all of these balances and checks in my head. And if the cost of it doesn't outweigh the benefit of having it, I just don't get it. It seems a rather sensible way to do things, really, doesn't it? <laughs> that's the theory, anyway. Yeah, that's of course. Yeah, that's the theory. Yeah, mm. that's it. I, I, I think that's what you should really do. Uh, uh, but obviously, personally, I am always tempted by something that's new just to see what it's like. But uh, more often than not, I, d- I do resist and just 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 you leave don't it. Need a to while. see how anything's like. Just give it a week and then ask me. Chances are, I'll got it. Well, there is you know that what I'm as like. well. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's how I sort of try to do any kind of big-ish purchases, especially when it comes to games. I'm like, you know, look at how long folks are spending playing the game. Like if there's a campaign mode, how long will it take me to get through it? And if that's less than an hour and the game is, I don't know, 40 quid, then maybe not. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. There is actually, there's a... Um... I'll have to see if I can find you the link. It was on a, a game theory video I watched. There's a website you can go to, and it gives you the average gameplay time for any title that's come out. If you're looking for like a, a well-in-depth, something you can jump into or just a, a drop in and out, yeah. there's an actual website that gives you the average time played, hmm. which might help. You know, If you're thinking about something like Witcher 3 or a Final Fantasy title, it can give you a rough hours, hmm. how long you're going to be in for it. I'll, I'll have to see if I can find okay. you that link. Um, that's really on the video. I'll, yeah. I'll see if I can get that link. Okay, that's cool. Um, because you know, there there was something that was used as a throwaway joke in in a video I was watching this morning from Red Letter Media. Now they do a lot of movie reviews and movie discussions, and one of the things that they they mentioned was that they think the movie industry is going to die out because enough TV shows, at least on streaming services, enough TV shows have such high production values and are written that well and acted out that well that you're paying $10 a month to watch as effectively as many movies as you want, but they're long-form movies. And the one of the guys went, yeah, but I could pay $10 a month to watch what I want when I want, or I could pay $25 and go watch a movie once. Well, the, the thing is, I, th- I, think, I, think, I think they're probably right about that. Yeah. I mean, f- for me... I mean, I personally, I used to, well, go to the cinema quite often, mm. but I don't in the, I mean, in the last three, four years, I've hardly been. Yeah, well, um, when it yeah, way back, way back, way back yeah. Way back um, but even even after that, I did used to go to, you know, the local cinema quite often because used to be films I wanted to see. But mm. now... You just don't like superhero movies, do you? They're, they're done. They're, I mean, I've, I've, again, I've got. I'm, I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody that enjoys Marvel that's, that's, movies. That's the third half of the audience trigger. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're, they're they're kind of done. And and the, the how much story and development you can get in a one hour show in a one hour movie is limited. The the format of of a of a of a what movies are you watching? Well, yeah, yeah, an hour and a half, two hours, yeah. Just but, inside, or ranting at videos, but, watching on YouTube. But, but, it used to be long. Well, I know, I know, I know that um, Scorsese recently released The Irishman at three and a half hours. So, you know, just to, oh, just to take the Mickey. But um, but I, I, I do honestly think that the that, that, uh, proper cinema, 
oh, that's going to trigger somebody in it. There's a fall uh, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't There's mean that. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean is, it's just like... Um, there's better stories told if you're able to tell it in sort of like a season format. And there's, 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 um, I mean, when you watch it, when you watch the Marvel movies, we know that's, who's going to win, don't that's we? Phases, uh, well, I mean, the argument could be made that it's not about the end result. It's not about the destination. It's about yeah. the journey. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that all superhero movies take the same journey. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I found like Deadpool and uh, the boys on Amazon prime. So refreshing because yes. it is, it subverts everything you could think of as a superhero movie. Like um, yeah. whilst, whilst Deadpool, I haven't seen the second one because I gave up on superhero movies after Deadpool. Cause I was like, yes, that is exactly my problem mm-hmm. with superhero movies. You know, the, the great thing about Deadpool is it is still a, superhero trajectory movie it's the heroes you know that's that single hero's tale of uh-huh. everything goes badly he gets a little better he goes badly he gets a bit better it goes badly gets a bit better it goes as worse as it could go and then he finally triumphs superhero it's that running. same superhero story running. arc yeah <laughs> but, but deadpool is is being snarky and actually breaking the fourth wall and discussing it with me and pointing out to me as the viewer how stupid the actual story is Yes, by making those comments. So yeah. it's a great little meta analysis. And as soon as that came out, I was like, "Yeah, I'm done." I think it's, it's I think worth watched... seeing, isn't it? it it's worth yeah. seeing because it, it's it's it, it's subverting your expectation. Not in a Game yeah. of Thrones way, because that was no. just. I That's mean, just who's going to die next and who's well, they, they, they're, just, they're just they're just trying to subvert it. Um, it. It's a bit like the original. Um, I don't know if people remember the Scream movies back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> do you know the slasher guy who knew how it worked and he never yeah, well, died? Well, the, I mean, right? they'd always say the killer. It was the it was the man that stood in, in next to the tree in the fourth scene. Mm. I mean, that's what Game of Thrones eventually did with its sort of twists, because mm. they were the ah. Uh, yeah, we didn't see that happening because it was the stupidest thing that could possibly happen. You just don't like series. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, based on a book. You were highly disappointed. Uh, so, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I've triggered another the, section. Yeah, there's <laughs> a bit, there's <laughs> a bit, oh dear. Um, so, so just a quick thing, going back to Deadpool, um, we'll try and stick a link or something to search for. If you go onto YouTube and you type in Deadpool with Ed, Ed and Eddie sound effects, <laughs> there is a... A scene at the beginning of the first film that's based around car chases and stuff and it's a section of about it's either three to five minutes and the guy who's done it he's replaced every single sound effect mm. from a sound effect from the ed ed neddy cartoon and it is phenomenal i never watched <laughs> so hard in my life it's i mean deadpool's funny enough but having ed ed neddy sound effects yeah, yeah yeah i'll have to Try and do some of the show notes about that, but I just thought oh, I might yeah. bang that in because it's just hilarious. So Deadpool's worth seeing then, basically. Yeah. Oh definitely? yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing with the Scream movies is that the first movie was originally actually it was meant to be a look at how smart. I mean, it was a Wes Craven, wasn't it? So it was yeah. him going, "Look, this is what happens in a teen slasher movie. I'm going to do a little bit of a love letter to the teen slasher movies in the '80s, and actually have someone who's smart enough to realize what's going to happen. And that in itself was good. Mm, the problem yes. was that they made so many sequels that it diluted it, and it became the thing that it was parodying. You know? Yes, yes, and, eventually, yeah. That's the problem: is when you get to a point where enough of your audience are in on the joke. You can't really, like you said, you know, the, the killer always stands next to the tree in the fourth scene or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, if you're what if you're actually paying attention to 
Game of Thrones whilst you're watching it is tell, telling you what is telegraphing what's going to happen. Yeah. Old movies do this, but yeah. they yeah. they try to do it in a way that is like it happens almost incidentally. Like that mm. that person would say that, or that person would do that. Yeah. Um, and the problem is that if you're looking for stuff like that, you, the the whole point of storytelling is to get you to suspend your disbelief to the mm. point where you can believe that this whatever it is is could actually happen. Mm. And once you're at that point. You, you should then be so engrossed in the story that the things that happen around it, mm. you don't consciously take in. It's called a Chekhov's gun. Right? I think what you said about, what you just said, you remember what the characters would do um, yeah. is an important thing because uh, going slightly back to Game of Thrones, um, the, what they didn't do was they did the opposite of that, in my opinion, in that they decided this is where we're going to have it and they just tried to fit people into those roles uh, to make that scene happen so it wasn't a natural development of, of what that character might want to do it's uh, let's have that character fit a certain shape that's right and then let, yeah, let, let's we, we need this to happen at the end yeah. how do we get there and then they just sort of bludgeoned it and it really sort of, they forced it too much and they put the it, um just a quick question go back to screen and this will get back to games eventually but um yeah. how many of the screen films have you two seen I, I I've seen I've probably seen all of them. In, I only really remember the the um, the first what, and I don't really re- I remember the 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 one where the, the Buffy girl did it. Oh, that's the second one. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar. She yeah, she died and, in the second one. I love that scene. And then um, um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll still remember them if you if, if you show me again, but I can't remember uh, what, what, about what you, happens. Yeah. Have, have you only seen the first one? I definitely remember Scream Two. Um, but um, doing some g- quick googling whilst you. Oh my goodness! There was a TV show. Yeah, TV yeah. Show. yeah that's, that was, uh, it was. It's a bit naff. Um, <laughs> wasn't a big fan of it. No, no. It's on Netflix, I think. That one. Bloody Netflix! But yeah, um, Netflix. I, <laughs> Netflix is on Netflix. Would have thought. Definitely remember the first. Holy cow! Okay, so there are four movies, two seasons, and a TV special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So coming from the the point of view of a guy who's seen all four movies, right? There's there's a there's an internet theory um, that I read the other day that was quite good, and it was the first movie was the only thing that actually happened. Mm. The rest of them are told from a point of view of Courtney Cox's character in the first one, and she's writing an autobiography, and it's come from her point of view. The rest of them, and coming from a guy who's seen all four of them, I can totally see that that the whole thing is from her point of view. She's the reporter, isn't she? Yeah, and yeah. it was, it was yeah. her um, telling the same story over and over again, oh. linking it to sell a series of books. I mean, in the fourth movie, there's there's a movie that's coming out called, I think it's called Scream or Slasher, and it's yeah. people dying around. The, yeah, okay. Around, it, they're, they're trying to promote the movie, and they're using these these actual deaths to promote the movie when it shouldn't be. Uh, so okay, it's, okay. Uh, one of the theories is it's all her after the first one. The Maybe first we one should happened. all get together and watch it all again. <laughs> What, 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 watch the screen movie every week every, and do a podcast about it, like the uh, Paul Black Mall Cup one. Yeah, <laughs> you say that. That's one of my favourite podcasts ever. So, Paul, but yeah, it's called Till Death Do Us Blart, right? Okay. And it's two of the four McElroy brothers and two of their mates um, all watch Paul Blart Mall Cup 2 every year, two days before Thanksgiving. 
and then really then record they get together on like a skype call or whatever record okay. their thoughts and feelings on pole blart mole cop 2 right. having seen it that many times mm-hmm. and anything else that's going on in their lives or whatever and put that out on thanksgiving day and it is hilarious so i would <laughs> definitely recommend it. i think there's only like four or five episodes because they've only been doing it for four or five years and there is only one episode per year but it is definitely <laughs> worth checking out because it is absolutely ridiculous is it a good film no and that's, <laughs> that's kind of the point of why they do it it's like they're watching it to try and figure out whether it could have been a good film like they talk about if you take this scene out or if you change this actor or you know because uh, there's loads of inconsistencies like at the end of so spoilers for people who haven't seen either of the movies oh. at the end of the Is first movie two? Yeah. yeah yeah so that's it they sit they sit and watch the sequel every year right so the end of the first movie he gets the girl they get married and like the second one takes off like a month after the first one finishes, but he's already divorced her, or rather she's already divorced him, and he's already moved across the country. It is it is absolutely ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's one of those films that you could put on, like Squidge does, you could put it on, and it's yes. background noise, and you don't have to think about it, and your brain could just switch off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well... Maybe we should all watch it. Maybe we should get screaming back to the point of this is a gaming podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> maybe we should have it. Maybe we should rebrand it as an arts podcast. So that, no, because we're all so, off to wear berets and attack. So, no, well, not, not, not arts. You can't it. grow facial hair. No, it's I mean, not. I can't eat it, but that's the point. It doesn't matter. It, it's, um, yeah, you did you, 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 you talk about all mediums of um, this, this, The whole point of this is it's tangents. Yes, that's true. We've gone on plenty of them. But yes, let, let's get to the next question, Jay, or we're going to be here forever. Yeah. So before we go into any of the other um, stuff that we're going to talk about, I thought it would be a good idea to ask Chief some of the questions that we were asked in the previous episodes. Oh, so you remember okay. the Waffle Christmas part, part two it was? Um, no, it was part one. Um, so, so one of the questions that we were asked... Sunday? my perfect sunday Um, no uh, so one of them is what is your what what are your go to avoid the family on christmas games what's your best way to go right i've got to go and do this and stay away from the family what's your what's your best game for doing that probably stardew valley oh it seems a bit because you can just nothing really happens you kind of just go out farm a bit Water your plants, go in the mine, get some stones or diamonds or whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> you do a bit of smelting, then you come back out and a, you've got to go a, to bed, do not you? A bit of smelting, hot cocoa. You do a bit of fishing, fishing's good. Fishing for people who enjoy the... This this, this is all, all in, in a video game, not in real life. We, yeah, oh, yeah. We, we don't send Chief down the mine. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Not after yeah. last time. Can't, can't do that anymore. Not after last time. You can't do that anymore. Um... Yeah, probably Stardew Valley. Or I suppose any game, really. But and and uh, I suppose the point is, what you go to one? Mm. <laughs> um, um, yeah, for, yeah, probably Stardew Valley because it's quite light, isn't it? It's it's quite light, and you don't need to sit there taking a hundred hours to plan your turn or whatever. So yes, that's there you go. That that that's my answer. <laughs> Stardew Valley. Okay. 
<laughs> Fair enough. So the other one, right, which came in from uh, Jay-Z. So that first one came from Arcade Attack. So this second one comes from Jay-Z, and it is Pitch to Me, a Resident <laughs> Evil spin-off. Resident Evil Karting, Resident Evil Royale, Resident Evil Total War. What is it, and how would you play it? Oh, I have been thinking about this, and I've come up with nothing. Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) I mean, I would... How about Resident Evil Pachinko Machine? Already been done, probably. Has it? That's that's Konami, (laughs) isn't it? I can tell you for nothing. I can tell you for nothing. It has been done. Really? Um, Because I got to play it when I was last in Japan in 2019. And it is um, scenes from the original... uh, Sorry, scenes from the remake of the original, um, except that Jill is in her Resident Evil 3 outfit. And yeah, you drop a coin in, it goes ding, 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 and you get a video sequence. Uh Uh-huh. Is it hit the lever? Is it good? (laughs) Presumably not. It was my first time at playing a Resident Evil pachinko game, so yeah. I, I, I need to pitch something better. He still owes money on that one. Uh, oh dear. Um, <laughs> how about you, you can't really do Resident Evil Total War? That's ridiculous, isn't it? I, I don't know how that would work. Well, I'd, I I pitched the idea for Resident Evil Karting, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. So you can't steal that one. I mean, you if, you, if you can't oh, think of it, that's fine. It's just no, if no, you can no. think of it. It won't be any good. Uh, it could be like. Um, Shopping with Resident Evil? I don't know. You go. Get your weekly shopping. Yeah, get your weekly shopping. Get your shopping list done. And Mr. X is at the telly. You just punches yeah. your wife and put your stuff through. And you forget your wallet. <laughs> and then you gotta, you got to go through the self-service. Or what, I don't look know. Out, look still being, still being punched. And then somebody IDs you because you've got, I don't know, you've got some you, energy drinks in there. Yeah, or yeah, you, you haven't got enough T-virus in your system. So you yeah. But you could have like that. A, Wait, Almost I'm... like a warrior wear, but for getting through the shopping. Resident Evil wear. Yes. I don't think Capcom will go for that. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Somebody's going to have a Resident Evil fighting game, couldn't you? Uh, well, Jill and Chris are available in one of the Marvel vs. Capcom games. Uh, Marvel vs. Cap- the, the latest one, Infinity. Chris Redfield is a prominent character. Resident Evil... Um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2... Got Jill Valentine in her original costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a different game, one of the Versus games, where Jill Valentine and Nemesis are in it as well. Uh-huh. So they've been in a few of them. Yeah. That for definite. Oh, and Jill as Battlesuit Jill from Resi 5 and Wesker from Resident Evil 5 was in Marvel versus Capcom 3. Because you could play that, because Deadpool was in it as well. So they have kind of done these spin-offs, haven't they? It's, mm. not, it's not as if... It's like, like a kind of, yeah. brawl type thing. Yeah. I, did, I, I, didn't they have a Battle Royale game? That, that was... Um, I seem to remember it did, did it not do so well. Um, you all think of Operation Raccoon City. Yeah, I am, yeah. You could play as either a zombie or one of the heroes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, tell you what. We could have a Call of Duty Resident Evil, couldn't we? Just, I don't know, you make money from that, wouldn't you? Activision, I bloody love that. Yeah, that's Activision, not Capcom. Oh, Capcom yeah. are the people that put the deals. Yeah, but they this. could call it something else, like um, Bad House, like, Bad House, like, or like, something. Like Resident Evil. Bad House. Bad House. Like a brilliant yeah, name for House. any kind of game. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, scary, or, or scary Mansion or something. Or something like that. Put, 
you could use an umlaut over the U in house. A house in it, so it's H A U S E. Bad house. It's a German scientist you'd ever run away from. And, uh, yeah, and, then, and then you could just charge people uh, an extra dollar to have a, a crosshair or something. Or, yeah, point. like a red dot crosshair or you know, an extra character save slot. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah. You could you could have one of the skins be red instead of pink. And That's it. I feel like I feel like I shouldn't mention this, but you could have a first person shooter full of microtransactions where you don't get a gun until you've actually paid five dollars. So you bought <laughs> the game, forty five dollars, whatever. You pay five dollars to unlock the first gun, but then you have to buy the rounds with the real money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that'd be quite I, good. I, I thought you haven't played Battlefield Two Star Wars. I'm getting that you have. The thing is, if if they made ammunition chargeable, you you know the accuracy of the guns will just drop right down, won't you? And you just know, to make sure you know, that you... you know that if one person just so happens to listen to you say that on this podcast, the next thing that's going to happen yeah. is they're going to charge you for ammunition. Oh, um, you realise what me. you've done? Let's take listen, all that what you've done. Let's all, we'll take all that back. Do what you don't get. Right, what you don't get is that everything that we say in this podcast—not any anything that we splice in, but anything we say—is copyrighted. So, yeah, prior art. If I if somebody does start charging per bullet in the game, we could do them for it. So that's fine. Oh, like that. <laughs> well, in that case, go uh, do what you want, Activision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just give us them so, sweet money. Send a check to Waffling Taylors at Cakeland. There we go. <laughs> LLC, TLD, T- TBC, L Cool J. I know, don't even know what. what why, are we doing, why are we just doing abbreviations? It's all those letters after the name. I don't, I don't know what's going on. L two C. I don't know what's going on. Just giving out a PO box. Do you realise you're telling them where I live? P P one L. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Moving on. So, move on. Yes. Move on. Always forward. Marching on. Marching on. Marching on. Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You, Watashi no Sabate by GH. Spoiler break music is Spectral Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleansing music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Gay. See the show notes for more details. The Waffling Taylors podcast is a proud member of the J&J Media Network. To find out more about J&J Media, head over to jayandjay.media or check the show notes for a link. I think I need to pee now now that you've done that. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, for <laughs> sake. <laughs>